You're listening to the All Ages RPG podcast, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. This is our second episode, and I don't want to take a long time talking about it, but it's a continuation of our session zero. Session zero is when the players and Dungeon Master get together to talk about details of the world and to make characters sometimes, but also just to collaborate on what the world is like, what the major conflicts are, what the relationships are between the characters, and flavor details for the world as well. Now, I mentioned that you don't need to have a lot of preparation for a campaign going into it. And this continues to demonstrate one way that you can go in without having everything prepared in advance. You can just go in and ask interesting, compelling questions. You'll get a lot of answers, possibly even enough answers to come up with all the details for the campaign, not just the given session, but a whole campaign's worth of answers. Just make sure that you have paper and that you're writing down all the details, particularly the names of things, so that after the session you can codify all that information and you're not forced to try and remember it, because memory is tricky. With that, I hope that you enjoy this continuation as we find out more information about Dababoa and the surrounding area. like to hear about the current state of Indir. So now that Karen and her forces have managed to oust Steve Ganelon, peace has been restored to Indir and they've been rooting out corruption in the city government. And so they're, they're getting more reputable dragonborn positions of authority. Mm-hmm. So what is the current, with your fingers on the pulse of the underbelly of Indir, some of you, actually most of you, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think think all except Balasar. Oh great, Um, I'm being ditched already, uh, not the first time. What what is the sense of, what's the scuttlebutt, what is the thing that's coming up? I've never heard that word before. Scuttlebutt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I never heard of that word. It means the what? <laughs> it's the rumors. So the, the rumors. What, what are the rumors okay, of... Okay, thank you. Uh, the gossip. I'm going to now refer to the, the rumors as Scuttlebutt. What is the Scuttlebutt? Steve's forces. Steve's forces. Steve is coming back. <laughs> As a Drake alleged. Uh, is that oh, a reference no, to something? No, but 
A Draco Lich is a monster that is a Dragon Lich, not a Dragonborn Lich. Well, then it's a Dragonborn Lich. Excuse me. <laughs> it's a Dragonborn Lich. Um, no, he's trying to become a dragon and a Lich. Or he's, his forces are trying to regroup. I think that maybe Steve kind of vanished after getting kicked out of office. Okay. No one's entirely sure where he is. It's like Voldemort. And and there's, so there's rumors there's as rumors. to where he oh, is. Yeah. And people have oh, seen Steve. Dragon Beth is a 2D6. Okay. What were you going to say? I saw him at the dragon's blood yesterday. <laughs> you did? So did I. Do you have rumors a have it. Yes. That's okay. Steve... Is a human. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so a human that's wow. not chain-joined? No, he's a human that wears a dragon suit. So he's a mic drop. He's a furry. He's a furry. <laughs> or a scaly. He's a, he's a scaly. <laughs> oh, no, I killed Blake. Blake almost got a spit take there. Okay. <laughs> so those, those are rumors, kind of a political level rumor. There is a threat to the Indir city-state. Maybe not as immediately felt as the kind of revolution within the town or the city, but there is a threat that you've heard rumors of. What what would be the threat to Indir that people are talking Trolls about? Trolls invading the city. No, 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 yeah? I'm about no? to explode. Okay, he has rumors of... Giant trolls and orcs about to siege the city by having them chuck shoes at everybody. What? <laughs> okay, can I have a series? Can I say something? Of course. I think that perhaps diplomatic relationships with a nearby city-state that's trolls. primarily... Elven, perhaps, is not going so well. All right, so and what's the is- name of an elven city? So- I'm about to explode again. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was about to say scuttlebutt. <laughs> <laughs> They're not naming our enemies like scuttlebutt. Okay, okay. So this is what I think. Valtarin. Valtarin. V V A L Tar. Y I N. Please don't no, choke. Y N, not I N. Y N. Because why okay. Y-N is so much more fantastic. So, Lucia, you were going to suggest a name. Once again, it's not alcohol. I'd like to hear your name that you were going to suggest. It's Zevia. Lorinol. Lorinol? Lorinol. So, Lorinol is the pugnacious elven leader of Valtarin. You have emotions. <laughs> so it sounds like sounds like Lorinal what is had, emotion? <laughs> has seen this upheaval in city government of Indir as his opportunity to invade. And so he's made an alliance with trolls and orcs to mass forces and go on the march. My guy's toward, got a big beef against trolls, so this will be fun. Toward Indir. Yes, Corbin. And the bad guys, I already forgot his name. His evil sidekick, Steve Gamble. His doctor. No. No. He's an owl. He's an owl. No. Doctor Who. So, yes. That, that is a variant of an owl. He's, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Do- doctor? Doctor Who. 
Doctor Hoot. Doctor Hoot. I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, wait, so is Doctor Hoot an owl or an aracocra owl thing? An aracocra. An owl aracocra. An owl. So an owl aracocra. Yes, Alakaka. <laughs> and and well, you have he's, hel- he's helping Steve. He's helping Steve by running no, an evil. Steve. Yeah, he's helping Steve so, by want, running an evil. I want to make a suggestion show. for Kantu. I want to make a suggestion for Kantu. You can take this or not. The suggestion is that it was. In times of peace, before this conflict broke out, sometime in the past, Dr. Hoot, his, his people are the ones who contacted you about taking like out it. Squeak. I like it! I like it! Yes! Yes, 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 yes! And, and now, Sorry, that was... it's, you are torn because you've been given this mission and you can't fulfill the mission because you can't figure out how to take out squeak take out squeak and keep him in one in in one form long enough that you can turn him in and claim the bounty and because they were very specific that they want him alive they don't want him dead they want him alive for whatever reason but now you are you are trapped in India. Now Doctor Hoot is the enemy, and so there is this conflict with you. You can take that or not. No, I'm not gonna take it. Right. No, I loved it. Oh well. Oh well. Oh, well. I, I'm still trying to take him out, though. Just, we still got my for a mysterious reason. But there is Doctor Hoot. Who is an Aracocra who is working? He's an owl. He's a cocky owl. Who is working with Loranal, the elvish dictator? Are we really sure? Who's we working for Steve? Are we sure? No, we, want, we have enough bad guys now. But are you, you are we sure we want to call him Dr. Hoot? Yes. No. Call him Dr. Hoot for our entire campaign. I vote we do. Okay, so no. let's give Dr. Hoot a first name so we can also. Hoot. Dr. Hoot Hoot. <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. I'm, not, I'm going to. No. I'm going to. Corbin is no longer allowed to make suggestions. <laughs> what? That is not fair. No, How about no name say? suggestions? Um, Vladimir. Dr. Strix Hoot. Vladimir Strix. Strix. Okay. Strix with an X at the end, which is the side. I thought of, Hoot Hoot was better. No. Pokemon. What were you going to say? It's from the owl. It's, it's like the Latin name for owl, basically. Oh. What were you going to say? Oh, I, yeah, I was going to go with, um, what was it? Alb or Alba. Some, there was like Al- a, Albus. Kind of what Ari was doing when there was a Latin name for Al- Albus. Albus. I, yeah, it's 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 Alba. Alba. Oh, Strix yes. Alba. Alba Hoot. I thought I it sounded good. I have one. I have one. Strix Alba Hoot. That's good. Strix Alba Hoot. I love that name. Okay. I have a good one. So we're we're so kind of Strix focusing Hoot. on this um, Alba's henchman Alba of the big bad guy, <laughs> the Elvish warlord. So well, because uh, his name is Dr. Hoot. Yeah, of course. That's going to you're going to focus it's on. It's going to be All fun. Right. No Vladimir Putin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No Vladimir Putin. No political jokes here. I still don't get it. Okay. What were you going to say? Kantu isn't from here. That's what I was going to say. Oh, Kantu is not shirt. from here. Where is Kantu from? Did you guys read that he one? is... Uh, wait, what was it again? 
While you're coming up with that, I'll ask. This is how I feel about the villains. Nope, not today. I'll, I'll, I'll ask. You could all be from India. You could be from the environs around I'm not, India I'm not or not. I'm not from India. I'm sort of in the outside area. I'm from the capital of the lawful but I, dragon. But I went to India after I was exiled from my borough. So I'd, I'd like you, and you guys don't need to tell me these names now, but I would like you to note on your character sheets the names of the places you came from and whether that's part of Dababoa, the region. Oh, it is. Uh, okay. is actually from India. Okay. Uh, more specifically, she's she's kind of from the outer edges of the of the area. Okay, I have the name. Okay. Uh, she was. And you don't need to tell me right now. <laughs> so none of none of you need to tell me where you're from, but I want you to have that detail so I can ask you about it later. When it, it needs to come up, but right now we have India, and uh, you know, I want you to be thinking that level of detail that you can be filling it in as you go. What were you going to say, Lucia? He's from some mountain somewhere. He's from he's from Mission Peak. Ah, no. <laughs> well, it could be that the mountain is called some some mountain. Uh, no, no, no. I choked myself and it went up my nose. <laughs> oh, no. Dragon boys don't have noses. They have nose holes, though. They have I nostrils. wasn't in my accent. Wait, what if in this world, dragonborns have blowholes? No, no, I don't want to blowhole. <laughs> that means when Corbin choked last second, it went... Then you have to get into the physiology of why they have blowholes. Yeah. It's like because they used like, to be yeah, aquatic yeah, yeah. dragons. So There's you carry like... around a bucket and occasionally you dunk your head? <laughs> no, no, no. No, that isn't what I... No, there's no blowhole. There's no blowhole. You know, maybe the aquatic dragons... What about his head? When they get really angry, they go... Perhaps there is a, a sort of subspecies of dragonborn that's like that that was descended from aquatic, aquatic dragons. Aquatic dragon. But I get. Oh, but I don't think Malasal is from. Were you going to say more about the mountain? No, I was going to say that there should totally be a, a species, an ancient species of dragon. Ancient species of dragon. An ancient species of dragon that most nobody's heard of. The narwhal dragon. Thunderwall. The, the narwhal, narwhal dragon. dragon. The narwhal. Thunderwall better, but... <laughs> All right. Okay, so... One more, and then I have second, some kind of wrap-up This is kind questions. of a little off-topic, but this is my second time doing D&D. And our old D&D matches is funny, because every D&D I've been to is just... Making me laugh and making me spew stuff out my nose. I think it's a good it's thing. a sign that you're doing it right if you're having fun. Mm -hmm. I know, whether but it's it, like the, whether it's I'm getting the exact funny same reaction. Or whether it's serious, serious and you're really engaged in it. Either way, like, it's what you're enjoying. When we're playing, it gets engaging, but when we're trying to like go through areas, we end up messing up. Such as in my previous D and D game. One of my characters frolicked, like power frolicked through a door, breaking it down and running into five bugbears. You know, I was actually going to ask that, and I forgot because we got so wrapped up in our experiences. Through, I I, you know, I will follow up next time when we start. People can talk about kind of favorite experiences or a, a noteworthy experience in D&D. Okay. I have a ton of uh, I've got quite a few, too. So I want to ask a little bit more detail about India. So just kind of color for India. So I like 
to, and, and I want to say some mechanical things as well about how I run the game, but what is it? She's going to blow. I like to move it, move it. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. I don't. I don't. So, in the city, the city mints its own coins. So I like for flavor, when we are playing D&D, to come up with the names of the things that you come in common contact with. And so the currency, what is, and he's going to, anytime there's a name, you're going to be right there. Okay, so the base currency that normal people would interact with is like a dollar. And that is the copper piece. So what is the most common coin, which is the copper piece? What is that called? It's called a claw. A claw. That's good. Is that agreeable? I think I got a good one. Well, let's here. let's hear it. Let's let's hear the ideas, and then we can. What about a bean? A bean. I think it sounds cool. I mean, admittedly, it's a bean, which might sound <laughs> weird. But... And what's Corbin's before he explodes? Okay, Corbin. Okay, um, the one that I'm thinking of for is, um, Crotona, Crotona, and that's what a copper, that's what the whole currency name is, not exactly the name of the coin. Oh, I see. A Crotona. So, the uh, like a copper Crotona, a silver Crotona. Yeah. There's also something that we've done in the past where there is a formal name for the coin and then there's a common name for it. So it could be that it's called a crotona and people refer to it as a bean or a claw, as, you know, like bucks instead of dollars, yeah. right? I so thought you were talking about Starbucks for a second. What were you going to say? Uh, I like the idea of claws, and I thought of what a silver piece could be. Since this is a dragonborn city, why not silver pieces be scales? That's exactly so what I was claw thinking of. And a scale. Except I was thinking of like the a claw is a copper, a tooth is a silver, and a scale is a gold. And Would it be a tooth or a fang? Oh, that fang is better actually. Yeah. Okay. Is that agreeable? Yeah, totally. That's the reason okay. why I thought bean was because I thought about platinum pieces. Yeah, platinum. And electrum. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be hard to translate, but. Okay, so the common coins that India produces are the claw, which is the base currency, then 10 claws are a fang, and 100 claws are scale. a scale. Yes, thank you. Why not a wing? Or, or... I think wing should be the gold. Oh, oh yeah, sc would, would scale for silver and wing for gold be? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Er yeah, if, Sorry if everybody agrees, that's fine. Wait, so what do I put down for each coin? Claw is the copper, scale is the silver, and wing is what you're saying for gold? Yeah. Okay. Ten wings. Now, uh, traditionally, there are two other kinds of coin which are rare. What is SP? Sorry. Silver pieces. Is a scale. That one's nice because it also starts with an S. And so that's your new What is the electrum? So the, that's what I was going to say. That the electrum and the platinum pieces in general D and D campaigns are rare coins that are ancient coins. They're not things that you see commonly, or they're just rare. So it's like a fifty cent coin. 
Or what if we make How them often do you guys see 50 cent coins? So those can be a remnant of the human civilization. The humans used platinums mm. and electrum. So you don't see them very often, but, but they are a... still legal tender. People will still accept them. So if they are human coins, what would they be called? Their official names, and then what would be the nickname? I think the official name, since they're human, would probably be maybe... I would oh. just say Electrum and Platinum. In another game we used for, for Electrum Wolves mm -hmm. and Platinum Platypuses. <laughs> what about yeah? What if electrum is wolf? One electrum is one wolf, and one platinum is one bear. That's fine. We can go with the mammal thing. That sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, it goes oh, well like, with humans, right? Yeah. It's this weird mammal focus. Yeah. Fur. Okay. And this strange bioethnic thing we have running here. Fur and hair. <laughs> okay, so a, an electrum is a wolf. And a platinum is a bear. We have a world of Because it's a bear and a profit. <laughs> okay. So, that's the money. And I will be using those terms when you guys get treasure or you get paid. I'm going to be so telling you, you get down. 50 claws so, or something. So, you want so to keep that in mind. claw is copper. I, I wrote it down. Copper is claw. That's also a mnemonic. C and C. So, one wolf is 50 copper and... What's one bear? One, one, one wolf platinum. is 50 claws. Ah. I, I'm, uh, just, I'm just yes. writing down the currency in terms of copper so I know what's going on. So a bear is a thousand claws. No, is that right? No. Yeah, it's a thousand. It's a thousand wings because wings yeah. are gold. It's a hundred. No, it's, no, it's, it's, a, a, it's a thousand claws. It's a, it's a thousand it's claws because it's ten, ten wings. wings, and a wing is a hundred claws. So basically, I'm not. I, I'm not. Basically, so I have a bear. in the past, I have run campaigns where we've changed the exchange rate. I, I, as that's well. confusing that's for me because I'm complicated. I translate my money at home. It's not going to do that. So it's it's the same ratios as okay. in base D&D. Because this is my second game of D&D ever. I'd like to not do that confusing. Yeah. Yet because no, no. I'm fine. still very I'm not, new to this universe. That was me as a young man enjoying confusing yes. my players. Yes, that's right? fun. That they, they had gone to a foreign land and so they were in a completely different currency system. Mm -hmm. And they're like... Is this enough? Because <laughs> you know, like, they couldn't understand the money, and that was that was fun role playing that. But we're, we're not doing that. Yeah. You guys are all natives. I still want to, to... do the role playing though. Yeah, I love role playing. Wait, so okay. the one wing is a hundred copper, or what? One, yes, one wing is a hundred claws, with each of which is worth a copper. I just wrote claws CP, scale is SP, and wing is GP. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's, okay, so I just wrote that and wrote these words. So when are we going to start actually? Any moment now. Wait, is this going to be like an episode zero? or? This has been episode zero, yes. Okay. This is what you commonly refer to as episode zero, where you were character building and world building. This is awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love the animal theme. I remember yeah. last time all we did was... So I want to say it. a few mechanical things. I run the game. So, what are those? Uh, I'm really curious. I'm going to use these tokens, 
When you have, oh, there's a red one. I'm I not like sure what to do with the red. I found it outside. When you get inspiration, oh. you're going to have a blue token, and then you turn it in when you use the inspiration. If you remember the inspiration mechanic, it, is, it allows you to give advantage to a role, whether it's your role or somebody else's role. I'm going to try to remember this card. I'm going to use these, the more pinkish ones. Occasionally, you will be in a situation where you earn a re-roll. So mm. then you turn this in to say, I'm going to re-roll that. I don't like that result. So that's after you roll. You can turn these in. So a blue token is an advantage. I, a pink token is a re-roll. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't trust re-rolls because every time I do a re-roll, it always ends up worse. But and it's when I'm playing D and D, and I see fun to have re-rolls. So yeah. that's yes. fine. You can choose not to use. But them. one thing is, is that every time I notice I'm cursed, every time I see a squirrel when playing D and D, I always get a bad roll. I, I take it back. I had forgotten that I had these cufflinks. So I'm actually going to use these cufflinks for inspiration. So that's more obvious Ooh. that you have inspiration. Because you have this thing that's like a miniature standing up in front of you. Okay? And the Oscar goes to... Yes? What can are you going to say? Can I see what one of those? sound? It's a mic. What sound? This sound like... I think it might be the AC or something. It, it could be... Is this thing on? Is, is this thing on? It's like a tiny microphone. It yeah. does look like that. Is, is this thing on? Right. And the other thing is that I have, following some dungeon masters I enjoy, I have achievements. You guys don't know what you will do to earn achievements, but I'll be keeping track of what you're doing in the game. And if you do things that fulfill an achievement, Kill you will get an achievement guys? card. And the achievement card has something on it that you can turn in for a specific in-game effect. Ooh. Does what it like, give you Kevin? like double XP? So it's kind of like video game achievements where you like unlock them. It, it's inspired <laughs> by people. that, yes. You got, you got, it's you actually got inspired by somebody who people. implemented it in D&D &D inspired by video game achievements. Yes. Awesome. I prefer D&D. &D. I do like video games, so. You massacring demon. One instant kill of your choice. I know, right? But it only works on teammates. <laughs> 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 I know no, Corbin, like, I'm gonna use that on. I know, everybody, I know, Corbin, like, turns to me. I wonder. No, you need him alive. You need him alive. And if you're dead, if if he dies, then you die pretty much, because they're gonna be like, So, you know, any other questions or world details that you want to add now? I need one to add. I'm, uh, what I'm gonna do here. This is a serious one. Yes. Bananas have. Are extinct. No bananas in the world. I don't think bananas existed in the first That's place. That's fine. I'm happy to go with that detail. Here's an no important bananas. one. Is that kobolds tend to live in burrows and forests? Usually don't hang out in the cities too much. <laughs> All right. But so mine did. Move to a city. Your family group? Your tribe? Yeah, yeah kind of like my tribe and my your burrow. Yeah, I do live in burrows inside small caves and stuff, kind of like a tribe. And was that burrow in India? No, it was like a, probably a few hundred miles out up in a forest okay. somewhere. All right. Some trolls came by and decided to be these overlords. I'll tell the backstory when it's necessary. Okay. So it is, is it all right if I say the, that sort of mental picture that I have of India as a whole? Please so describe I'm, it. So I'm kind of imagining that there's like this sort of 
main city in the center of e- India with, like, walls and densely packed buildings and markets. Yeah. And then outside of that, there's some sort of scattered village-type areas with more farming areas. Agricultural. Uh, agricultural. Okay. Yeah. Is there, so that's an interesting point, given that there is an approaching army. Is there, what sort of fortifications does India have around it? Does it have a palisade? Does it have more of a uh, masonry wall? Does it not have think, a wall at all? Does it have a series of ditches? I, I, what, I imagine... What sort of things? I imagined like, central India as having sort of a fairly thick stone wall around it. Okay. But the outer areas, the, the agricultural village areas, aren't as well defended. Okay. Yeah, and Lucia, you, your arm flew up right Steve, before Corbin, so Steve. you're like... Steve's single success, he built the wall. Sorry, ah, Steve! Steve built the wall. That is a really interesting detail. I like that. But here's yes. the thing. These archer towers. We're going to build but a wall. there's a lot of <laughs> archers. There's a lot of archers, but they have archer towers for defense. Okay. Uh, that's that's why I said that was... Spread out about every two. Okay, so Steve... Wait, if Steve built the walls, wouldn't he have put flaws in it? We don't know Did he know that he was going to be ousted, though? Did he Maybe a, he did. There is he put suspicion. a Death Star level exhaust port in the wall. There is yeah, certainly, Death Star there is exhaust, certainly suspicion of anything that he had his hands in, which may or may not be justified. So perhaps they're like sort of trying to stru- structurally check the walls, but since it's a pretty big wall and pretty thick, they haven't had the chance to. So how check thick it is the wall? wall? And separate question, how tall is the wall? Not counting archer towers. The wall is, is that a, cat head a good bags? number of feet thick. Yeah. Like maybe, I'd say maybe 10 feet at least. Okay. And they go up, I don't know, someone else do this. I can't do all the world building details. Okay, fine. The walls are at least 20, <laughs> maybe 50 feet high. Or, right now, that's too tall for a medieval. It's pretty huge, but maybe the magic is fairly common in construction. Um, maybe um, 30, maybe 20 feet high? I don't know. How, how tall do you think it would be not to make like unrealistic It's up to you. Corbin. The, the higher the wall is, the more urban I'm going to make the downtown area. To support um, that level of construction. I would say a 15 or 16 foot wall. 16 feet. I like that's, that. That's that's very Most specific. walls are around like 20 or 30. So I would say if this isn't a large capital, I would say 15. Okay, 16. Just, no, th- this is like the, the capital of our city state. No, I mean it is our city state. So. What were you going to say? It depends on how Probably many. Probably not a very effective wall. I mean, Aarakocra. Yes. Yeah, right. but that depends that's, on that's how many you so have valid. on your side. Yeah, but if it's more yeah. nation where orcs and humans, they can't no, exactly... No, orcs and elves. If they, they can't exactly fly. There's no so humans. your mentioning it made me think of a foundational question, which it, it's embarrassing that I didn't think of this beforehand. How common is magic? In the Ooh. world. Oh, that's a that's an important thing to know. It's probably I would say it's probably elusive. Probably no, a little less. 
I think it exists and that it's used, but it's probably more to the more spiritually inclined. I think. What do you guys think? Religious I think matters that more. maybe yeah. it's. I mean, it's. Magic. It's not too uncommon, but it is yeah. less common than in standard D and D setting. Yeah. Okay. Than, than in okay. Faerun. And because most of it is religious, some practices of magic are considered evil. Heretical. Yes, a lot of fun, heretical magic. Yes. Um, oh, well, my person's like going to get very... Illusion magic and necromancy. So, and that it, kind of it's stuff. not so rare that what I'm hearing you say is that it's not so rare that it's going to astound people yeah. when they see magic, but it is uncommon. It's it might impress some folks. It's uncommon that it impresses people. It's, it's definitely nothing like, <gasps> witch! <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's not witch, like witch. somebody pulling out a cell phone. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. not commonplace. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, like, uh, an experienced <laughs> spellcaster hey, might be regarded with a certain level of awe. But, like, low-level spellcasters aren't too special. Okay. Like, if you can communicate with the gods and release the wrath of the titans, then sure, that's totally crazy awesome. But... No, that's, that's <laughs> crazy awesome in any setting. <laughs> and also very overpowered. <laughs> My character can do that. Just kidding, kidding. What? Kidding, You're kidding. cobalt. I don't see any magical prophecy of that. I'm kidding. I don't do anything like that. <clears throat> oh, I just thought of an interesting background or some bond that the character has to deal with. Having to be... Having to be able to control a raw power of a divinity from a god that just bestowed all of his or her powers upon them. So we're saying that you have okay. a page. Sorry, now if you do like magic, a person that can't control their magic, but it's like raw power from a god that they. So we're saying they have a patron deity who gives them the magic. Yes. Okay. Uh, all all magics. All magic users, or just the classic just, divine casters. Just, just one person. Just one no, no, no. person who can't control it. No, just, no. I just thought, no, like, not as a character here. It was just a bond that I thought Real that quick. would be interesting. What were you going to say? Oh, my Completely God. Just as soon as you said that, I forgot it. Okay. Oh, my God. I, I On that note, I'm going to pause the recording for a minute so we can get up and stretch. I'm going to get another drink, and then we'll begin. Okay? <gasps> Thank you for listening to this episode of All Ages RPG and the campaign that we are coming to call... The Guardians of Indir, our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign. We have really enjoyed doing our Session Zero, and we have a lot of details, not all the details that we need, but we have a lot of details to go on, and at the end of this recording, the players are really fired up and invested in the campaign because they've contributed and determined so many of the details of it. We'd love to get your comments and suggestions. You can find us at allagesrpg.com and also on Twitter at allagesrpg. With that, I hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. We've certainly enjoyed playing it.